Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Guess what, everybody? What? We're doing a Mission Impossible trilogy. The first oh three... Oh, goodness. Mi- that's right. A Cruiserpalooza? <laughs> I'm a Pothapalooza. Real name. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise's brother is in one of these. I know. The second one. But that's not this week. That's, not this ne- one. that's next week. Because yeah. we are, of course, talking about Mission Impossible from 1996. Oh, my God. The ancient history. Absolutely. This franchise has been going for 24 years then. And that's just these ones, not the show that started oh it God, as well. Yeah. yeah, It's been around forever. Since the Cretaceous era. That's it. Just dinosaurs pulling off... I don't know. It's a, you think it's a herbivore, but it's, it's an omnivore. A, it's a car, yeah, that's <laughs> what, a, what a twist. <laughs> anyway, leave a like. Uh, do you, should we talk about how it got started? Please. Because, of course, we had the original series in the 60s. Yes. There was a revamp in the 80s, which we've actually looked at. We did a, a video on it. Which I learned this week was originally intended to just be like episode-by-episode episode remakes of oh, the original okay. with a new cast. Great. Because it was cheaper and there was a writer's strike. Oh, but okay, then, yeah. then they, they recovered and, and it became fine. Okay, that, well, that makes sense, <laughs> yeah. And I guess Cruz was a fan of the Mission Impossible Well, he TV was, shows. because this is the first movie that he ever produced. Oh, he was right. a big fan of it as a kid. He had massive creative control. He upped to the budget. Originally, it was $40 million and he asked for eighty, and he got it. Because we're in the midst of a cruiser, the start of a cruiser palooza. Apothapalooza, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's such the a apothapot of bother. <laughs> but it's such a, it's old, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Right. But I mean in the sense that, like the first Fast and Furious movie, mm-hmm. it's so removed from what it is now. Yeah. And charting the evolution over these three first movies in particular, it's fascinating. And what's fascinating to me as well is that when I watched these movies at the cinema at the time, I was just like, oh, movie, you know, movie, a movie's a movie. You see it and, you're, and you, you know, but you, have, you have a bit of fun at the cinema. But as I've learned about and, and seen more of the each filmmaker's work, mm. like apart from the Mission Impossible franchise, I'm like, like this one was directed by Brian De Palma. Yeah, who is pro- fascinating choice. Right? <laughs> yeah. But he, he's, you know, he's a filmmaker who's all about like voyeurism mm. and, and, and like paranoia yes. and weird camera angles. <laughs> and as I watched going back into this, knowing about that, I'm like, boy, this is a really Brian De Palma kind of film. Oh, absolutely. Like there's, there's a whole bunch of scenes where like conversations are just like, just bug-eyed, paranoid people, <laughs> people shouting just at each other in one shot. dripping sweat, <laughs> staring intensely at each other. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is one of my favourites because of the reason that you mentioned in all of those things that you said. This is the only one with 
really intense paranoia. Uh-huh. And now the other ones have shades of it because who's who? Who's Richard Roxburgh? It's Tom Cruise but or whatever. It, but if I like six, everybody's settled into it and you're like, hey, you're probably a guy in a mask and you're probably a guy in the mask. Who cares at this point? <laughs> yeah. But in this, like he, uh, Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise's character, he's kind of a rookie. Yeah. You know, he's he's been through some missions, but he's still, people on this team are still amazed when you can put an earpiece in your ear and oh you can goodness. hear somebody else's conversations or you can wear a mask and you look exactly like somebody else. Do you want to talk about the masks? Yes. Because... You've got your standard... Somebody stop me. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, thank you. Uh, because some of it's just prosthetics, you know? I mean, it's, He's it's, a senator, but both <laughs> of the actors are clearly Tom Cruise. It's, <laughs> it's very fortunate that a lot of people he doubles in the first half of this movie are just people who look a lot like him, but wrinklier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right, yeah. But then you've got, and the one in particular I'm referring to, the John Voight reveal. Spoilers, mm. by the way. We're, we're doing if you haven't spoilers. seen this movie from 1996, yeah. go back and watch it. It's free in a lot of streaming yeah. platforms, so go nuts. It's about a, a spy list gets stolen. That's that's the Mission Impossible, the, the knock list. And Tom Cruise, he's got framed and he's, he's got to get it back. There you go. You caught up. But in the, in the later movies, and they emphasize this more in the next one, you can move your face around in it. It fits to you perfectly. They're indistinguishable from, from any other real person. It alters your voice. But in this one, I like the idea that just put it on and sit real still. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't move a muscle. Have very particular lighting. If you can, if you can sit in some shadows yeah. and look concerned, because that's mm. how your face is going to look. Concerned and a little bit kind of just non-reacting. <laughs> exactly. You know? So you mentioned this before the show, but the name of the guy who created the masks, Rob Bottom. That's right. Yes, it's famous special effects artist who worked on like the Thing and the Howling and other things that you told me. Just he worked the on the uh, the um, the very iconic. Uh, two weeks, lady from Total Recall, where, there, where a face oh, opens up and a sign yep, yep, yep. That's amazing to me. That practical effect, because now they wouldn't do it like that. They use a different method. <laughs> it is a different, and it wouldn't look as good, maybe. No, <laughs> but I still think there's some digital trickery in that shot. I mm. know that it's practical, practical elements, but when he does pull it off, it seems like there's a digital smear in it. And I right. might be wrong, uh-huh. but I couldn't find anything definitive that proved that. Because I think at the time, maybe, and again, you know, Tom Cruise still a big star. You know, Mission Impossible, and uh, you know, uh, uh, a concept that people are aware of. Sure. But I don't think we're in the era where people are like, "This is going to be iconic, and this is yeah. going to be his defining franchise." So we'd better do a whole bunch of behind the scenes stuff. They're just like, "Yeah, it's a movie. We'll make the movie." Tom and we'll Cruise. Move on. Yeah. He yeah. did Far and Away. He did Days of Thunder. He did this. It's, These are the three movies that he's done. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, here's a picture of his film, film, filmography because people will be like, I can't believe you didn't mention his. his all he, they're all There's there. All them, There's yeah. all of them. Pick your favourite and shut your fucking mouth. We do, oh. know, we do know he's the movie executive <laughs> in Tropic Thunder. We're aware of it. We know. Yeah, he did a little dance. Yeah, that's right. Um, so also I wanted to mention up yes. top, but I'm mentioning it now because we're still up top. It doesn't matter. We're doing it. That I'm going to try and replicate something from each of these movies every week, right? And so this week... Is, uh, James, you're going to get your face impaled on a, on an elevator shaft. Is that what you're going to do? That's what I'm going to do. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, what I'm going to do, I'm going to try out the disc trick. Okay, all right. Huge shout-out to Silent Magic, who told me how to make this happen. I'll save it to the end, though. Did <laughs> I pull it off? Probably not, but we'll, we'll come along for the ride, you're all right? You're going to give it a crack, though, aren't you? You better believe it, yeah. Apparently a real trick. Apparently. I have my doubts, but again, there's there's barely any behind-the-scenes footage of this. I mean, it certainly tricked Jean Reno, didn't it? Certainly did. Sneaky, sneaky Jean Reno. What do you think about the cast of this? I like it. And yeah. I, I think, as I understand it, I think it upset some hardcore Mission Impossible fans at the time including, for a number of reasons. Including the people from the original series as well. Who were not asked to be in this. Well, some were. Hmm. Like, Peter Graves was asked to come back. As Jim Phelps. Yes, but he was but like, I'm not evil. 
I'm an he, actor. Was, he was upset that uh, the, that Jim Phelps' character was going to take an yeah. evil turn. You know, he was he was tired of saving the world but never getting any uh, recognition yeah. for it. So he decides to turn bad and take the money and run. Yeah, and I think I think he was tired of sitting still for that mask mold for Tom Cruise to wear. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think people were probably also upset that this is a movie in which uh, a lot of the I Am team did die in the first yes. act because you know it, traditionally. Everybody gets out alive in the Mission Impossible movies. I love that fake out. And there's some names in it as well. Yeah. I mean, I know people are like, Emilio Estevez, where's he been? He's He was huge. Yeah, right. He was a massive star. Exactly. This is, uh, yeah, you're like, well, of course he's going to live because he's, you know. Mighty Ducks. Mighty, mighty Ducks. Here's a list of his films. <laughs> he's a lovable character. He had an incredible catchphrase that I'm going to attempt to bring back in future. Hasta <laughs> lasagna. Don't get any on you. Loved it. Doesn't rhyme. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a great introduction. And look, I don't even remember the first time that I saw this movie, but it's still kind of shocking that that's the way that they they open things up, mm-hmm. you know? So stunts as well are a big part of this movie, mm-hmm. less so than the later ones. They're, they're way more toned down than him throwing himself off. Everything. <laughs> Everything and anything. <laughs> you pick a, thing, a lot of the later movies are just him throwing himself off stuff and then yeah. they just try and patch the movie together based <laughs> on that. Pretty much, yeah. So... A couple of the big stunts from this, though, is the water stunt, mm-hmm. which kind of looks tame in comparison, but that's tons and tons of water. Like, if you went down, it could it could kill you. Like, I the mean, sheer force alone. One, one stuntman does cop it right in the face. I don't know if you <laughs> haven't rewatched that scene. I didn't scene. see that, no. Was that, so is that, is he there when the glass breaks and it yes. just kind of, oh, beautiful stuff, yeah. But I guess the, the thing that this movie is known for, and it's often parodied, Probably in a Leslie Nielsen movie because from the it's 90s. Iconic. Yeah. Probably exactly. at an MTV movie awards. No doubt. Mm. I'm talking about the movie Spy Hard Mason, probably. <laughs> I do, it's probably in that. But it's the it's the heist where the Langley was, heist, yeah. yeah. And what's interesting about that heist to me is most of it's just in that room. Yes. I mean, we see them getting in and fire trucks and whatever, but it's pretty much him dangling from wires with coins in his shoes to, to keep the balance. That's oh, what I they see. did. And it's just incredibly suspenseful. They've attempted to replicate it in future movies, which we will talk about. But there is something about the tension in this scene which just still works so well. It's the sweat, I'm telling you. It's the signature (laughs) to Palmer sweat. Yeah, it is. It's the big boxy computer, as big as a house. That's right. That's got a chair that slides out from underneath it. It's the 230 megabyte diskette (laughs) upon which the knock list is uh, is copied onto. I have a note here. Yeah. There's a... In there's a there's a scene later on in the movie where they're all they're all ensconced upon the train where the finale takes place. Yes, and they have to stop the bad guys before the data is transferred. Mm. And uh, what a the, foreign concept, right? At the time, yeah. In the in in the movie, it takes the transfer of data from Max, the 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 crime lord, uh, intelligence, uh, espionage, arms dealer, etc. Yeah, uh, begins at uh, let's see. It begins at 1 hour and 32 minutes. I love hard numbers. And the transfer is lost at 1 hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> so in, so 8 minutes... You so, could just ring somebody and read out the list. Right. It would be quicker. <laughs> but I'm like, imagine these days attempting uh, to build a tense scene while 230 <laughs> megabytes of data is transferred. You'd be like, it seems you've caught, you're caught in my trap. And oh, it's been transferred. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even worry about it. That's great. Side note, just yeah. uh, speaking of the Langley High scene, yes, the face Tom Cruise makes when he's dropped from the ceiling and nearly hits the floor, just it's just 
What a face. <laughs> Just go what, back and watch it if you what, haven't. But what is it an intensity? Is it scared? What is it? It's, all of the, it's every emotion oh, really? all put together, yeah. yeah well yeah. that's Tom Cruise, isn't it? Just yeah. every it's emotion. A li- it's a little bit of scared, it's a little bit it's a it's a little bit uh, tense, it's a little bit I love this job. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hasta lasagna. That's right. And all that. Yeah, I okay, get yeah, yeah. And I know you could look at this heist scene. Yes. And I'm sure I've made these arguments before. Like, why not have a camera in the room? Why not have a guard that's watching the entire time? What if the computer work when there's nobody supposedly in the room? Exactly. If I was the guy who worked in that room, I would look up at the ceiling every goddamn day. As <laughs> soon as I came out, I'd be like, look at this big tall ceiling I've got for some reason. You'd look. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Down at the floor, up at the ceiling, because either way it's reflective, you'd see what's going on. Yeah. Right. You're right. I mean you could put a big heavy wooden door in front of the computer. Whatever. But it's at the same time. Whatever measures were put in place, you can write around that. So if there was a camera, he'd, he'd block the camera. If there was yeah, a guard, sure. he'd swap him out or whatever. Yeah, but I mean the necessary elements of a heist sequence or a heist movie is you spell out the obstacles and then they the characters find build big plans to counter the obstacles yes. and then stuff gets in the way like a rat or a knife. Or a Frenchman. Frenchman. <laughs> oh, he had that knife the whole time. It was Sacre him. blue. Where do you think he gets his knives? They must be new because he can't hold on to them for shit. Probably la, like Le Creuset, you know, that place where you get the fancy That's entirely like, like kitchen accessories. All oh, right. They got one of those. Do you remember those big. This, is, this won't stay in. Do you remember those big uh, Swabby watches that were in like storefront windows that they'd yes. open and close? Remember yes. those? Yeah. 
fascinating stuff, Mason. I always wanted one. To what end? You can probably get one. Let's kill look a, it up kill later. A, kill a big man. <laughs> it's- anyway, I love the train chase though. And I feel like the train chase is one of those things they definitely would have done practical now. Because this yeah. was uh, this was a skydiving machine, like tilted sideways to get like the rushing air effect. Oh, I Tom, see. At, at Tom Cruise's request, because he was like, I've already done skydiving and this is what I'm going to do. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. And there's a bit of like green screen, blue screen jankiness to it. Yeah, especially when uh, Voight and Cruz leap onto the helicopter struts and they're kind of totally, like, yeah. It's they're struggling through the helicopter in the tunnel and all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's like, well, that's very obviously took place on a, on yes. a soundstage. But, you know, it's a real jump. You yeah, know what I mean? Right? Uh-huh. It's just in front of a green screen or blue screen. Again, I, don't, I think it's blue screen. I found some <laughs> images. But I think um, it still works. And I think for the most part it holds up. And even though it is like a CGI helicopter bobbing and weaving, I still think it's great. I still think it's an absolutely bloody cracking conclusion to the movie. And I love that John Voight gets mashed like the rotten potato that he is. Just crunch. <laughs> I had a thought, actually, of the characters that died in this movie, who do you think is right for a return? Well, we know one of them is returning who didn't die. Kittredge? Yeah, coming Kittredge back is coming back. Seven and eight, That's crazy, right? Right? But I reckon bring back Estevez... Like, oh, I yeah. mean, has he got he's got an eye patch or a, an enormous whistly hole through his entire head? <laughs> sure, but I, you know, and look, we just saw the the back of John Voight disintegrate, so maybe the front half of him's still alive. He's like eighty and insane. Though, what about isn't he? Ma- what about Emmanuel Bert? Maybe she could sure, come yeah, back. good choices she all got around. Shot, maybe she's she has made a quick escape at the end. You're right. There's there's a few of them you could definitely bring back, and maybe they will at some point. Hannah, the drunk on the stairs, that oh she could goodness. bring her back. These are wonderful choices that you've made. I mean, she blew up. Yeah, but masks, whatever. Yeah, well, masks, yeah. It was a Hannah mask. And that's you right. I mean, there's, you know, n- nobody's off limits at this point. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think what this does right, and I know that it's, you know, people who are fans of the original series didn't love it at the time, and it wasn't massively reviewed well. It was like, uh-huh. this is good enough. I think it's clearly stood the test of time over the decades that it's been around. I think so, more than some of the others, one of the others, <laughs> the next one. Yeah, that's right. But I think it does get the core of the original show right, it just kills more people. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know? Uh-huh. It does your mask and your gadgets and your misdirects and your fake rooms and whatever. Yeah. It does all of that. And I think say what you will about this one or the subsequent ones, the next one. <laughs> uh, what I think it, it is, these movies are good at is kind of like getting a director in and just showcasing what they're good at. Yes. And going like, Tom Cruise I think has gone, I want to make some spy movies Yeah, and here's some directors that I love what's your best take on a spy movie? And I think all of them have sort of nailed that in their own way. I completely agree. Mm. Now, look, I'd like to also wrap up each of these uh, episodes that we're doing, talking about the evolution of Ethan Hunt's hair in relation to the character itself. Okay, well, before we do that, uh, I would just like to talk about uh, maybe something that I remembered from this movie, but it it, it didn't really, the the depth of it didn't hit me until uh, I I rewatched it. It's what people thought the internet was in 1996. <laughs> because in this movie, the, the only thing I think that doesn't hold up, the stunts are still incredible and the tension, you know, is, is you can feel, it's palpable tension you can sure. feel in all these scenes. But there is a scene in this movie where Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt needs to do some internet sleuthing and so he goes on Usenet and... Was that a, a thing? Yeah, Usenet's a thing. Okay. But I, it's, it's at the point where the internet wasn't really available for everybody. No. Not everybody had it in their homes, in their phones, in the tablets, in their cars, in their fridges. And so... Somebody's friend's dad might have had a computer from work that right, had it. exactly. <laughs> and so basically, 
like Brian De Palma was basing what the internet was and what his friend's dad had <laughs> at his work because like and it was it was just kind of like what what do people think the internet and you couldn't look it up on the internet what the internet was <laughs> you had to like, open a book right so it was just sort of some guesses so like at this point you think about the internet like why not a constantly repeating beep from your search engine when you when there's no results from it you know <laughs> that wouldn't get annoying imagine in 2020 every time you got a new message or alert it was just a constantly repeating endless beep until you access <laughs> every email just a just a cacophony of beeps at i one, get 10 emails in a minute <laughs> at one point Ethan guesses, like he, it's just a series of guesses, he guesses that the terrorist arms dealer, espionage, uh, king slash queen, Max, might be found at max.com. <laughs> and I looked it up just to see what it would be. And max.com, at max.com, you can discover the life-changing benefits of glutathione, the body's master antioxidant. Max's patent science and supplements support the natural production of glutathione and a healthier lifestyle. Seems like a poison thing that they're selling people. <laughs> Who's that, to say? Is that incorrect? But I've written all in caps, the Book of Job discussion group, <laughs> where you go and in a variety of different languages, you can send messages to people about various chapters and verses of the Book of Job. And I've written here, sending a random message to a Max who may or may not exist on a Bible discussion group might be the biggest, pardon the pun, Hail Mary long shot I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> so everything else in this movie holds up this ridiculous. But you've got to also remember, the people using the internet were five dads of friends of someone you knew from school mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Max. So That's there was, true. you're sending out six emails, aren't you? That's true. And the right. reason it's taking so long because he's waiting for the data to transfer. And Max is probably like, ooh, an email. I don't get a lot of those. <laughs> this beep, is exciting. beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk, so let's talk about that. Let's go back to hair. Hair is important. Okay, so I think you could chart the evolution of the Ethan Hunt character mm-hmm. from his hair. And in this particular movie, he's only a few months into the IMF field. Yes. Because he was an army recruit. Right. That's how he spent his time. I think that's why his hair is that way. Mm. That's why he's locked into it. Yeah, he's got a haircut that you can kind of set your watch by. That's right. Like a traditional army guy. And you watch that kind of disappear as the movies go on. Like he's very... By the book, by the rules, he feels like he's hard done by and he's been betrayed, which he, which he often is. Mm-hmm. But also, he doesn't really seem to care that much about other people in this movie mm. compared to what he does later. This is more of a self-serving, self-preservation Ethan Hunt than yeah, what we right. get later. Yeah, it's- yeah. I mean, in this movie, he just lets John Voight just tumble over the side of a bridge. He doesn't dive in after him. Did you no. notice? In the future versions, would absolutely just leap in there. You know, he'd fly a helicopter down and <laughs> pick him up with one muscular arm that's right but there's no real gunfights in this there are, like there are two bullets fired in this entire yeah, movie which is wild crazy he gets beat up by 60 year old john voigt yes. and then you know in the more recent movies it's him and henry cavill just beating the shit out of a bathroom you know what i mean like bare-fisted and here he's getting like 58 year old john voigt is besting tom cruise right you know I just think it's fascinating that you watch all the tricks and things that he absorbs over the over the decades. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So look, I think it's I think the hair, and I know it's probably a bit of a long shot. The hair of Tom Cruise tells a story in these movies. Yep. In particular, in the next one. Yeah, and look, special shout out again. I'll give you a little time code: one hour and thirty nine minutes. Ethan Hunt uh, on the top of the train gives us some wicked Beatlemania hair. Just go back and watch it. You'll <laughs> you'll definitely appreciate it. 
Uh, just a little, a uh, couple of little pieces of trivia. Uh, just from the uh, the opening sequence. Trivia, it's trivia. Our trivia segment, trivia, it's Th- trivia. Thank you. Uh, based on the little uh, info cards we get on each of the uh, the Mission Impossible, the the IMF Force uh, members, uh, Ethan Hunt's UC alias, whatever that is, is Philippe Duchette. <laughs> what? He's the littlest douche. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Is that a little uh, production, uh, little production in joke? There? That's, I don't know. You might be right. Tom Cruise, maybe he was like, "This is a good joke on myself." <laughs> maybe, maybe. I've got a good sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and something I'd forgotten. Uh, his uh, his mother's name is Margaret Ethan Hunt. Oh yeah, and we see the parents in this. Yep. Where do they go in the remaining movies? They get arrested and then they. He grew up on a farm or something. They live yeah. on a farm. Yeah. yeah, great stuff. It is the best. This holds up, man. It's Absolutely, a good movie. It does, yeah. Internet aside, but that's still yeah. that's still a curiosity to me. I'm not turning off because of the internet. No, that's you know true. What I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, just he, pretend he's looking through microfilm or something. That's, it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, here's me trying to replicate that thing. Oh my god, you did it! I did. <laughs> Second take. I can't believe you didn't do it, James. You loser. <laughs> All right, next week, of course, we are coming back for MI2. That's right. Um, it's A real shift in tone. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say another SH word. But, yeah, it's uh, it's something else. Mm, We'd love right. you to swing by. But, look, if you love these videos, which some do and don't, depending on how they <laughs> interpret the title, uh, it's whatever at this point, by the way. But you can actually get them early at bigsandwich.co. Sign up. It's 9 bucks a month. If you want to, you know, it could That's be hard right. up for a buck. That's absolutely fine. We also do a bonus podcast. Movie commentaries. Uh, movie commentaries. Ad-free feed. Bunch of stuff going on there that you can check out. Ah, oh, it's so delightful over there. That's right. It's, pretty, it's loose as a goose. Loose as a bloody goose, mate. But it's a very firm release schedule of content. <laughs> it actually is, yeah. yeah. We're, not, we're not dicking around on that, are, are no, we? that's right. Yeah, I mean, we are, but, you know, the, yeah, they, yeah. the content comes out of the, the time it should. That's right. Anyways, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I hope everybody has a great Mission Impossible in life surviving all the terrible things that are happening. Me too. That's the real Mission Impossible, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and as, this movie. Uh, as always, as I always say, hasta lasagna. <laughs> Don't get any on you, folks. <laughs> the virus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good, what good. I'm makes about, sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, makes sense. Okay, goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's, it's up to you. 